The Carmen and Yurko podcast is sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Check out the ESPN Chicago Games, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka at ESPNChicagoGames.com. Watch us compete against each other. Share memories and laughs, all for charity. Tito's Handmade Vodka celebrates 25 years. Cheers to you, Chicago. We're locked into football season, even though the quality of play in the NFL is not all that great. But, man, it's compelling. And we can't turn away fantasy, gambling, lots of different reasons. It's just a fun way to spend a Sunday. Survivor pools. All of it, man. And, you know, now you've got the World Series set. That starts at the end of the week. Bulls underway. You know, the Blackhawks had a 1 o'clock game yesterday on an NFL Sunday. What yeah. the hell? I have no idea. Well, like, when when did this start? Like, Sunday afternoon games in the, in the NHL? Maybe they schedule it once they saw the Bears were playing the Monday night, or they said, hey, we can schedule it. I don't know. Maybe that's what they looked at and said, here's a rare Sunday afternoon opportunity for us to get a game in. I, I'm not going to take us too far down the rabbit hole either, but like, what are the Hawks doing? You're like, you're three and two. I thought we're, I thought we're suck hard for Bedard. What? Suck hard, but no. Mel- Meller's down here now. Meller's here. What, Meller, There's what no we, suck hard for Bedard what, what going we, on. What, what are we doing? They they shouldn't have six points. I mean, is this a surprise? What? They don't know their ass from the hole in the ground these days. They what? can't figure out what they're doing. What's happening? I didn't. I thought it would take twelve games for them to have six points. Like, what are we doing, guys? I thought it was tank hard for Bedard. They handled it nicely. The first, the opener against Colorado, Vegas went what? went according to plan. What is happening? They're winning day games on a Sunday. What is the NHL thinking? Let's put a Sunday afternoon game on in October. Oh, my God. They're doing it. Yes. But, uh, it is a fun time of year because there's a lot happening. Bulls do play tonight. They play the Boston Celtics while the Bears are outside of Boston, about 30, 40 minutes away, playing in New England in Foxborough at Gillette Stadium, where they are an eight-point underdog to wrap week seven in the NFL. And then it's going to be a quick turnaround. Yurko, back-to-back road games coming off of a primetime game. Oof. Bears are 10.5-point dogs next week in Dallas, a game that we're going to be at, thanks to the fine folks over at White Claw as we go down to Big D this weekend. But Yurko's going to give you his keys in a little bit. We're talking Bears, NFL, 312-332-3776. No Kendrick Bourne tonight, right? I think that is all but official that he is not going to play. Uh, but both teams still relatively healthy. It looks like Mac Jones is good to go in this one, right? Do we prefer Mac or Bailey Zappi? I actually think the Bears, call me crazy, might have a better shot with Mac in there tonight. Maybe I'm nuts, but I actually well, if like Well, if he's not 100%, I think, yeah, I think it's easier for the Bears to go against Mac Jones. Yeah. I think uh, uh, Zappi's the guy that's got a little bit of momentum, maybe a little bit of belief with the team. Now you're going to get Mac Jones in there and maybe some struggles. In a game that I don't think is going to even be remotely close to the over. No, you don't think so? You're I think convinced, ba- huh? Does Bill Belichick know how to just stifle first and second year quarterbacks, or is it just me? He does, and the record in the in that building is really, really good. And, the, 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 and sometimes the, the Patriots defense doesn't do anything spectacular, but they do tackle well. They, you know? they, That's the one thing they'll do. They'll tackle well. They won't be out of position. No, they you won't. won't find them making mistakes and beating themselves. They won't beat themselves. They're going to force you to execute. You're facing the Bears team that the, the number one problem they've had over the course of time is execution. I'm not talking about penalties. No, I'm talking about the ability to get in front of somebody and stay in front of somebody and block. 
you know, via the pass, by trying to pass block. So what does he want to take away? You know, we always say, like, Belichick is great at taking away, you know, the thing you do best. He's going to make you play left-handed. He's going to put nine in the box. Really? Eight in the box, nine in the box. And Darum? He's going to flood it. He's going to make sure that there's no bootleg coming out the right side. You know, he'll always bring the extra guy from the left. You know what I'm saying? Left side the, of his formation. Left side of his defensive yeah. formation, which is the right arm of Justin Fields. He'll mm-hmm. always... Make sure he's got a guy that's going to pay attention to that, and they're going to close on Justin Fields fast. They want to take Knowing Justin away. Want, no, the, the, the running ability The running away. ability, that's what I mean, now, yeah. They're going to say, beat us through the air. Yeah, right. We dare you. Yeah. We dare you to beat us through the air. So how do you do We that? dare you. Like when you talk, I mean, like, is Justin so good at that little spin out and avoiding pressure? One thing he doesn't seemingly do a whole heck of a lot of is, like, climb the pocket and go, he's better sort of spinning out of it and running. So that's what Belichick's most cognizant of, you think, of then? it's no, um, We want to kind of, like, go this it, way around him? So there's two ways he runs. He runs from he drops back the pass, he looks, can't find anybody, and then he scrambles and runs. Okay. Gets to the perimeter, sees that they might be in man coverage, their backs are turned to him, then he'll take off and he'll run. The other one is the design bootleg mm-hmm. that they have, him coming out of the right side. So I always have a guy coming off the left. Because that's the they'll fake it, you know, to the, the offensive left to come out for his right hand to be able to throw going the way that he and wants. He's to. telling them we are not going down the line. We are no, we are here. He's going to have an extra man coming off that corner. Yeah, to make Who's sure not he's going to be. Deal. He's not worrying about anything yeah. else. But he's going to clear the handoff and make sure that handoff happens. That's it. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, he's staying on the quarterback. So he's forcing him to beat him through the air. That's what he's going to do. And has he been able to? Beat anybody through the air this year? Not yet. So that's what Bill Belichick is doing. I mean, I guess maybe you say the Niner game a little bit in the deluge, but no, not yet. That was a weird game, you know. Well, we had the one guy open on a broken play, right? Yeah, Pettis. Yeah. Yep, Pettis open on a broken play, right? Yeah. That's the longest touchdown this year, I believe. Is that the Bears' longest touchdown? Yeah, I bet it is. That seems I'm right. guessing it yeah. is. I'm trying to go well, back and many, think about so. everything else, but yeah, I'm many. guessing it's their longest passing touchdown this year. Unless was the one last Thursday, was it longer? The throw to the Pettis? The throw to Pettis might have been. I bet you they're close. Yeah, that might have been. That was a 50-yard pass, about, roughly, wasn't it? I bet you they're. Yurko's probably right. They're probably very close. They, they just don't have many of them. They don't have many big plays down the field, period. You know, he'll take his shots. I'll get, I, I wish he would take even more. I mean, Justin's not afraid to throw it downfield, he's afraid to throw it into those tight windows. The, that's the well, problem. Well, he's afraid to throw it to anybody that's remotely covered. Yeah, that's and, and the problem. You looked at the league yesterday, and you were, you watched passes flying all day in the people that were covered. Yeah. Catch is still being made. Yeah, that's his biggest issue. It's just like, oh, he's covered. Well, in the NFL, that, that might not be – you might have to make that throw. Like, yeah. what else are you expecting to happen? It's been pointed out that yeah. that's the throw that you've got to be able to make. Yeah. For sure. Week one was 51 yards. That was the longest. So that is the Thursday longest. was 40. Oh, okay. I felt like Thursday was a little bit longer. All right. So, yeah, you're right. That's still the longest play of the year. And it came on a broken play. And, and that's what you want to be able play. to prevent. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is I don't always like a spy. I'd rather have somebody coming off a corner clean, chasing the quarterback down if I'm a defense coordinator. I want a clean guy. You get caught in the wash sometimes in the middle when you're a spy. Mm. Guy comes at you. You step up in the hole. All of a sudden, he, he, he starts to uh, alternate plans, goes out a different direction, mm-hmm. and now you're caught up in the wash of bodies. So I don't always love a spy 
as much as I, I like the guy that's always going to be coming off the corner. And you can bring him off the backside to change it up a little bit, but always bringing somebody off to cause problems. Um, and he can help you on the run also. They're going to be up there, Carm. You think it'll be a lot of heavy boxes? And, gonna, yeah, well, like, I mean, I think for defensively, there's going to be heavy boxes. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yes. Like, this is how you're going to have to beat us, and let's yeah. see if Justin can take it. Nah, I mean, listen, if, if they got, you've got four DBs back there anyway. They go to the third wide receiver. You're going to have that one running back. You're going to have to go with five defensive backs, right? But you can still, sure. you can still, you know, affect the box. You can mm-hmm. still get up there. And at that point, if you've got seven, you've got one more than they can block. Mm-hmm. in the box. You don't need an eight-man box there. And uh, the Patriots are plenty motivated for a victory tonight. Not that they aren't under Bill Belichick, but uh, everybody in the division won, right? And Buffalo is off. Buffalo's still 5-1. and one. The Jets won again. Uh, playing a backup quarterback on the road. Won, oh, yeah. uh, now 5-2. and two. Miami, ugly, but got the win. Oh, was it ugly? Ugh. That fourth quarter, it was, I was... So last night's sleep. game, right? That was last night's oh, game, yeah. yeah. good luck staying up for that one. Uh, but they all won, so now the Patriots trying to uh, match the Dolphins at 4-3. and three. They'd be a game behind the Jets and a game behind the Bills. How about that division? Then you look at some of the other nonsense going on in the NFL, the AFC South. Are you kidding me? The Colts are 3-3-1, three, three and one, and now, by the way, they have officially gone to Sam Ellinger. Is that right? For the rest of the season. This They've season. made that determination. Matt this Ryan is done. A combination of done. just age and wear and tear. Yep. Done. They've already determined that, huh? That's interesting. All right. So Frank Wright getting a little desperate. They're 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. They're turning well, to they're Sam not out of it. They're not out of it. No, not at all. The Titans are a minus in differential in there in first. Wouldn't they get Taylor Beck? Played yesterday. Taylor played oh, yesterday. Did he play he yesterday? Did. Yep. Limited, t- limited, or did he get 22 uh, carries? He and Hines were, but Hines had a fair amount of the work yesterday, too, from what I saw in that game. Yeah, no, Taylor got 10 but, carries for 58 yards. Yeah. And then how many did Hines have? Hines had a bunch of catches, I feel like. Yeah, didn't he, he did. You're right. Naheem Hines had but, five catches for yeah. 41 yards. There you go. And so and they, they, they were both back yesterday. I think they were chasing a little bit. The Titans were got out in front a little bit, they so did. that's why they didn't rely on Taylor as much. Yeah. That division's he, garbage. He had uh, 58 yards on 10 carries, so. Yeah. Yep, he's good. That division's crap. They are still in it because of it. Uh, the other one that's really is like, whoa, the NFC South. I mean, are you kidding? Yeah, I've the seen Tampa it. Ba- I mean, <laughs> three and four and three and four lead that division. Tampa and Atlanta, Yerk. And, of course, Tampa beat Atlanta in the first meeting, so they got the tiebreaker right now. Carolina's two and five. Can you imagine being two and five and a minus 25 in differential and feeling like you're not out of it? They might feel like they're not out of it. Well, I, anybody that's you're, you're either three or three, or, or if you're two and four, you still feel like you might have a chance. I wonder if two they and four doesn't eliminate you from anything. I wonder if they don't trade DJ Moore. And DJ Moore had a good game yesterday. I don't know if you saw. I wonder if they don't trade DJ Moore because part of them want. Uh, who are they fooling? You think they've they already will? they've you already know, they, traded uh, Anderson you, and McCaffrey? Well, Anderson, they, it sounds like more they sure, wanted him out of there. They made their decision already. But like, then, then what's with the Schefter report that they turned down a huge offer for Brian Burns? Well, he's really good, Brian Burns. Well, they he's want very good, so they think he'll be part of when they're good again. He'll be there. And and what, what was the offer? You know what I mean? Like if someone well, Schefter got, said it was at least a first, and then more after yeah, that, right? The question is that they or. The reports are that they want a couple of first-rounders. And if you're trading Brian Burns, chances are it's from a team that's in the mix, right? right, right so it's right. going to be a late-round first-rounder. That's true. And Burns is 24, right? 
He's and awesome. He is. He's, he's awesome. He's man. a really good pass rusher, so you don't want to just give him away. Whereas McCaffrey made sense. The wear and yeah, tear yeah. on a guy who already has been paid, and we know the show philosophy on paying running backs. Yeah, like, yeah. It was like a, a get-out-of-jail-free card for them in, the, in and, some regards. Yeah, that's, that's I watch, a good point. I, I watch Frisco. The, the, the Wilson kid can run. Yes, he, of course he can. Hey, Averages no, almost no, five no, yards no, a carry. What do you, what, 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 you need a running back for? I don't know. I mean, did you really need him? What did you want? A little cachet? What, was what exactly did you need when you already had him? I mean, they didn't have the injuries they've had in years past at the running back position. They've got him it on the defense. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. It we, hasn't happened yet. Legit question, Yerk. Okay, if, go ahead. If Kyle Shanahan does not know Christian McCaffrey the way he knows him, do you think he makes that move? And John Lynch. Because remember, Lynch and, and Eddie McCaffrey were teammates at Stanford. Yeah, I mean, and, and then think about the connection. Kyle Shanahan Kyle has was the him. ball boy yeah. in Denver when Eddie McCaffrey was there. Right. Kyle Shanahan wore eighty-seven in college as a receiver because yeah. he loved the way Ed McCaffrey played. And then John Lynch, and Kyle Shanahan decide, let's go trade for you Ed McCaffrey's yeah. son. Now, listen, decisions he, like saying, that. I mean, he's really good, but I do think the personal relationship probably appealed to both. Shanahan and Lynch. And I think he's got a chance to be very successful there. But again, repetition. In a multi-back set now? What you, I mean, is that what you really needed? And then you had to add the, to, to your salary structure the way it is right now? By the way, your, 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 your fellow Greg Olson struggled yesterday in, in the game. You thought so? Yeah. Thought he was bad. I'll tell you who's bad. I mean, Tony Romo again yesterday. Like, Jim Nance at one point goes, well, they've made the ruling on the field, Tony. Tony's like, I don't know who's got it. Can't tell who's got it. And Jim Nance is like, they've made the call of Detroit's ball. I what is Tony Romo doing? I yeah. mean, is he even watching the game anymore at this point? Well, he like, might have been having a snack cake or a churro ah, up there. I mean, who knows? He's like, be doing he, anything he, goes, up there. I don't, he goes, Jim, I can't I, see who's got the ball down there. And Jim so, Nance is like, no, they made the call. The refs pointed I, Detroit football. Claude Edwards Hilaire run at the beginning of the second half. Okay, well, I don't right? think I saw this. What happened? Well, it was the beginning of the second half. He got the ball on the right side. He went down the right and he went all the way in for a touchdown. It was about a 15 yard okay. run. Nick Bosa was seven yards upfield. He violated which principle? He went somewhere too fast, Jericho? No, he went too far. He That's too the far? principle on even parallel lines, right. right? You've got one guy. You've got a parallel line across your defensive line. You've got one guy seven yards up the field. You've got the other one a yard at the line of scrimmage. You've got yourself a natural gap that nobody can fill. The guy that's supposed to fill the gap is Bosa. So Bosa, hell-bent for election, yeah, not caring about the rest of the defense, wants to get to the passer. Guess what? They just ran the ball, and when they ran the ball, they went right through where you're supposed to be. And nobody's there to get Claude Edwards-Hilaire, and they're talking about what a great offensive play it was. Mm. It's not a great design of an offensive play. It's one player being selfish trying to get to the quarterback. Greg Olson, nary a clue. No idea what the hell's going on. Now they come back again to Greg Olson. No, because everybody overcompliments him all the time. So Greg Olson, they come back. And here he is with his lack of knowledge and wisdom about the defensive side of the football. Yes. Not like he's never seen a three-man stunt in his life. Right. Both of the guys on the left side go crashing down. The guy from the opposite side of the defensive line comes and twists around, put pressure on the quarterback. Oh, there's a nice two-man stunt there. That's called the TE, Kevin. Really? That's called the TE? That right there? That's a it's actually called stunt, yeah. That's that actually called like a flush right or rooster logo. You know, that's what you've got going on right here. You don't have what you just said, and you're trying to BS your way through it. And guess who's called BS on Olson? Yurko. The good kid is. He's full of crap. All right. And just because you keep talking doesn't mean you make any damn sense on the air. 
The two things that I remember from yesterday, specifically because I was watching the game and oh. concentrating. I'm just going to have you know that. No. So anybody that wants to tell me everything about Greg Olson being so fantastic. Hey, I think he's very good. He's full of crap okay. half the time because you don't know what the hell he's talking about. I mean, it was yeah. National Tight End Day, yeah. I mean, be yeah. easy on the man. Boy, would National invent a BS <laughs> day if I ever heard one. We need to get him in a room so Yurko can teach him the uh, no, principle on uneven need to be taught. Listen, lines, uh, if you way. don't know something or you're unfamiliar with something, it's okay. Then learn about it. It's not a problem. Also, while you're at but it, teach him. But don't BS through it. Uh, teach him that's what he tried to the do. The principles of verticality. Yeah. All right? You need to get to teach him these uneven things. Parallel uneven parallel lines. That was a direct violation of that. That's the Greg Blosh principle. Take that, Greg. Uh, it's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Yurko's keys in 10 minutes. Right now, let's talk about our Pride Stores Players of the Weekend. We do it every Monday. Brought to you by the great folks over at the Pride Stores. Visit uh, one of their 15 Chicagoland locations today. The best convenience store we know of. And we talk about them all the time. Eric, who's your player of the weekend? Who sticks out? Boy, there's a couple quarterbacks that had themselves a couple of ball games yesterday. Uh, one of them was Joey Burrow. Yes, he did. I thought he played exceptionally well. The yes, other one was uh, the kid from Kansas City. Yes, he did, too. And because I have a feeling we're going to be talking about the kid from Kansas City all year, I'll give it to Joe Burrow this week. He's something, man. 481 and three tutties. How about it? How good is Jamar Chase? God. He's a good player. Oh, my God. Whoa, he's good. awfully good. Awfully good. Uh, I see receivers like that. I get a little, as much as we get quarterback envy, I get a lot of wide receiver envy. Like, you know who I'm, I hope the. I hope the Bears don't really regret in a few years. I, I, I hope they don't really regret passing on George Pickens twice. Not once, but twice. And maybe Brisker and Gordon turn out to be studs, but like they passed on him twice and then drafted Valus Jones. Eesh. Well, I, I mean, don't know. I, I, I the, hope it works the, the, out. The guys but. that you've got to compare him to are the two defenders. You can't compare him to Valus Jones. Valus Jones was picked after him. I, I know. I, uh, so you can't go with the next well, receiver. Can't I compare him a little bit because no. like, they could have drafted him at, at some point in the second if round? If these two guys become studs and they play for your programs for nine, ten years, it's all worth then it. you can't really argue about mm. the fact that they took those players because those players became cornerstones. Okay. Okay? But, yeah, and plus wait three years. And let's, yeah. let's see what yeah, Pickens right. becomes also. Oh, he looks good, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he looks good he, now. Man. Yeah. That was some catch. I'm just year. saying, let's not overreact one year no, in. I hear you. year I, in, six games in. I hear you. If we're going to be fair, we're going to judge things three, four years from now. I know. And, you know, the cause. I, 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 I heard the youngsters. I, I hope they don't. I heard Black and Abdallah trying to compare the quarterbacks right now, too. Well, I won't compare the quarterbacks yet. No, I know. Listen, I, I get it. And I even said, I hope. I hope they don't regret it. I hope right. we don't all say, oh, my gosh. It's just... You know, he looks real good. And uh, Valus, I mean, I, I don't know what to think of Valus Jones. They get him on, can they get him involved in the offense somehow, some way? Uh, he's barely done anything. And well, the times they've had him time, in special every, teams, every, he's muffed two punts. Every time they give him a chance to do something, he doesn't do anything. He just screws it up. Not good. All right, so good call by you on uh, Joey Burrow. Joe Cool was awesome. Yeah, who do you got? Uh, Merck, who do you got? Uh, okay, I'm going to go off the beaten path again just because everyone else is going to do NFL. I'm just going to give it a shout-out to, to Rory, who won back-to-back uh, CJ Cups. Dominant performance. You won the Carmen and Yurko Cup? CJ Cup, yes. Carmen Where? and Yurko I Cup. I didn't even yes. know we had a cup. Yes. I think it's one of the opening events Two of the guys year. won Cup. Yeah. Rory McIlroy. All right. 
Meller, we got to stop letting Merkin do this on Mondays. You can't. Uh, I mean, <laughs> um, how about uh, Josh Jacobs running angry oh, yesterday, man? How about it? For the third, Vegas. For the third consecutive game, he's gone over 143 rushing yards. He had three touchdowns as well, and um, he's a beast. And I know you guys don't love it, but he is a free agent next year. Because yeah. the, the Raiders they, turned, they, they turned declined option. the fifth-year yeah. option. Yes. Is Josh Jacobs a first-round pick? Yes. He was. He was. That, he had a fifth-year option on him. They turned it down. It was one of the picks they used when they got the Mac yes, after the Mac was. deal. That was one of the picks from the Bears. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's, I, I, he's, you love him, but you know it as well as we do, Meller. I mean, it'd be crazy of course, to pay him, But right? you know what's interesting? If you look at the free agent class when the Bears, I don't know if you guys have heard, they have $100 million in cap mm-hmm. space available to spend. Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley are the most interesting names on the uh, well, pending free agents. Now, David Montgomery, some people in Chicago have you think he's doing that. I, I said most interesting year. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Uh, I'll go I'll go baseball. I mean, how do we not give it to one Philly? How about, I mean, come on, Bryce Harper. What did he have, three extra base hits over the weekend? Game-winning home run? It's got to be Bryce, right? Bryce Harper, I'll say, is the player of the weekend for me. Pretty spectacular. Well, I'll give you Bryce Harper. He's locked in right now. He's doing it right now. Five postseason home runs um, this year. He's got five already. Huh? You know how many year. Jeremy Pena's got as a rookie? Or he's got three already. Jeremy I did Pena. Not know that. That's when you know you're a good organization. By Carlos Correa, we'll replace you with Jeremy Pena. He's better. He's probably better defensively. Correa is pretty good defensively, but Pena is a wizard. Oh, and now I'm just going to hit three home runs so far in my first postseason. No big deal. See you, George Springer. We'll uh, we'll throw yeah. someone else out there. Yeah, and, yeah. well, could Kyle Tucker, Kyle Tucker or yeah. Chaz McCormack, or your Dan Alvarez. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah we'll be good. Don't worry about it. We're all good to go. You think the White Sox would want to hire somebody from that organization? I don't understand. Like, how hard could this be? Don't I mean? It's don't, not complicated. Don't outthink it here, guys. Like, hire Joe Espada. You know, nothing against Ozzy. I love Ozzy, and and you could do worse than Ozzy. But I think maybe they could do better too. And maybe, yeah, just maybe. How about someone from the franchise that's in a fourth World Series in six years? Chase is on the South Side. What's up, Chase? Yo, yo, yo! What up, fellas? How are you, man? Yurko, man, you is a funny fellow. Thank you. I appreciate that. I tell him every day. Man, you should see me naked, laughing, Chase. Uh, <laughs> I was laughing so hard, I almost cracked the ribs. <laughs> you were yelling about Greg Olson. Thank because you. I heard that. I, I was thinking of, because it made it so funny, I was just thinking the same thing. Like, like what is he talking about? But, hey, Yurko, you notice something, right? So, is it true, like, now you see that when a quarterback doesn't have the weapons, that any quarterback, if you don't, if they don't have the the protection of weapons, how bad they look. Like you see how bad Aaron Rodgers looks without the without the weapons. Like isn't that the, isn't that the, don't that make you think like wow, like wow, it, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? When right, what you do don't you have think? The, what do you think, Eric? I mean, is Rodgers? Thanks, Chase. Is Rodgers struggling because? He's a combination of old and doesn't have as many I weapons. I think he's as he struggling because or? he's got a personal grudge against Sammy Watkins somewhere, somehow. I mean, the guy was running free twice and he just refused to throw it to him. That's what I think. But why is that happening? I don't know. You know, why is Brady struggling so much? Man, Mike Evans holds on to a football and that game might be different, you too. You know. never know. Right. You don't know. I mean, that was a perfect. I mean, how Mike Evans drops that, you won't see that again. I mean, so nothing's going right for them, but they don't even. They don't even look to be throwing the ball down the yeah. field that much. And the time they do, they're all worldwide receiver drops it. It's like, what is happening? I there? mean, we all watch Valdez Scantling play, right? He's yeah. with Kansas City now. We yes, all watch him play with Green Bay. How many different times did we watch him drop a ball that was uh, right on his hands? A lot. 
over and over and over and over again. He did it a little earlier this year with Kansas City. He did. And he makes a couple of grabs over at KC, and he starts to look like he's a world beater out there. Still waiting on Devontae Adams and what he's going to end up being at the end of this year, playing with his college roommate. So what I'll do, rather than look at a six-game or a seven-game sample, I'll wait to see the example that I get for the year, and then maybe I'll draw some conclusions as we start moving on. I'll tell you this, it doesn't look as rosy as it did in the past. And don't forget, Luke Getze is no longer there. He's here. And I think Luke Getze and, and, and Aaron Rodgers, and yeah, and Hackett had, had a real nice, uh, comfortable thing going on. And now they got somebody else. Now they got a Matt Nagy type in there well, he trying lost. to figure it out. He did lose two coaches for whatever yeah. that's worth. I don't know how to really quantify that. Yurko could tell you. And obviously, you're, it sounds like you're leaning towards no, it does matter. But the two of his closest confidants in there were Getze and Hackett. Believe it or not, Hackett, he thinks the world of him. I mean, Hackett looks clue. Hackett's going to be he one and done. He might be getting him back. Yeah, they're talking Denver. about if yeah. he doesn't win against Jacksonville. He'll be one and done. In London. Yeah. Because they're playing this week in London. If he doesn't beat Jacksonville in London, they're talking about him getting fired. Yeah. and I, I, Mid-season firing for an NFL coach. For a, for a rookie head coach. Yeah. And I can't imagine him coming back next year. I mean, it sure looks yeah. like Hackett's going to be one and done. Boy, can you imagine if they were firing him after week eight? Oh, the Waltons did not. Hire him. That's a good point. That's, that's why. That's true. Yurko's point. They think he's really on the hot seat because that's true. They, they bought. Uh, what did they spend? Six billion or what was it? For they spent uh, a lot of billions. Six billion. Yeah. Four, four and a half four billion. Six, give or take. Yeah. Um, give or take a billion. So yeah, if you spend that money, you want some uh, ROI, right? Oof, yes, you do. All right, Yurko's keys coming up next. It's Carmen and Yurko. Sports talk while you're on the clock. Do I exaggerate? Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. All right, good kid, let's get after it. Bears, Patriots tonight. Nobody really giving the Bears much of a chance. Sometimes this is where you can find a sneaky good underdog. Who gave Carolina a chance yesterday? Huh? They won outright as they did. about a two-touchdown dog. Won outright and, and won easily. And who would have thought? I mean, if you're in a survivor pool, you're thinking there with all the upheaval, everything going, two guys getting traded away, the locker room can't be good, blah, 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 blah. What'd they do? P.J. Washington. Yeah. P.J. Washington and Taylor Heineke beat two future Hall of Famers yesterday. They did. Maybe two of the five best quarterbacks to ever play. 100% correct. And, and what, what do you end up with? A lot of people that probably end up losing the rest of their choices they had in these survivor polls. Big money survivor polls. Any given Sunday. Yeah, that's what you have. You're confusing your P.J.'s, Carm. P, well, am I? Yes. You said Washington. You meant Walker. P.J. Walker. P.J. Washington. Walker. P.J. Washington's a basketball yes. player. Yeah. P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker. Charlotte, I think. Uh, uh, yes, out of North Carolina. Absolutely. Out of Kentucky. God dang it. <laughs> Kentucky. That's right. Come on, Mark was right. He's not out of North Carolina. He's not out of powder Kentucky. Blue. It's out of big blue. He's out of the dark blue. He's out of big blue. Yeah. All right, uh, Yerk, let's do this. Can the Bears keep it close? Can they win the game? It's time for Yurko's smoking hot keys. Let's find out. Yurko, week seven, I ask you, what are the keys to victory for the Bears? Carmen, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. These are the keys to the Bears' victory against the New England Patriots on Monday night out in New England. Key number one. The Bears' offense is going to have to play a perfect game, Carmen, Mm. and we're going to need that perfect game coming out of Justin Fields. Not talking he's got to go 24 out of 24. 
But what I'm talking about is he's going to have to be able to pull the trigger on some of them tight throws that he's going to need. All right. Okay, he's going to have to look. He's going to read. First, second read, fire the ball. Throw it. You're going to have to throw the ball to win today, whether you like it or not, because that's what Bill Belichick is going to want, and he's going to want that to happen. Key number two. I'd like to see the old inside, outside. Today's the day you're going to win. That's what the Gep said or the Rock said about the Fighting Irish in Notre Dame back in the day. Yes. Going to hit him inside, going to hit him outside. That that jet sweep that they've run early in the season that we haven't seen yet. Getting guys out to the perimeter fast. Thinking about those guys going sideline to sideline and then popping them up the middle when they're the, the, defensively they're thinking, hey, we've got to be able to move right and left. And then coming on the attack and start popping them in the middle. Get them on the back foot and then go after them. Key number three. 93 for the Chicago Bears. Defensive lineman. Jones? Uh, yes. Getting a little lippy. Talking about Bill Belichick earlier in the week saying that New England is still cheating. I don't mind you getting lippy before the game, but now you've got to perform afterwards. I see him every once in a while make a play or two. But if you're going to call the Hall of Fame head coach and the premier franchise of the NFL, if you're going to call them out on the carpet, well, guess what, Mr. Jones? You better be the one that's going to be able to go out there and be a leader and perform when you're out there. He probably uh, is still cheating. I don't know. Maybe the Astros are, too. They just keep winning and they keep performing. But, yeah, you're right. Now you got to go out and you better do it. Key number four. By the way, he might have the most TFLs on the Bears this year. Good. I, I, like I a couple shots. I told I you, got a lot of flash plays come out of him there. Key number four. We got Young Lust. And we got Young Lust? No. Young Lust. Young Lust. Young Lust. Pink Floyd song, by the way. Gotcha. We got Young Lust and Young Bucks in the backfield, the defensive backfield. It's time for an interception return for a touchdown. Oh, I love it. When's the last time we saw an interception return for a touchdown if you're a Chicago Bear fan? Do you are you asking because you know the answer? No, or? I'm asking because I'm asking because I don't pick remember. Six for the Bears, the I've last be, pick six for the Chicago Bears. Gotta be. Eddie. Was it a linebacker last year that happened to return one for a touchdown? Mm. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, the big guy in the middle, fifty-eight. Was it him that returned one? Was it a defensive lineman that caught the ball near the line of scrimmage and returned it for a touchdown? It might be Eddie Jackson. I don't, I don't know. know. Six, eight, four, twelve, thirty-three, sixty-six, twenty-two. All the numbers, I don't care who, but let's get an interception return for a touchdown. And those are the keys to a victory Beautiful. for the Chicago Bears against the New England Patriots out on the East Coast tonight, Monday night football. And Justin Jones, Yurko, does have the most TFLs on the Bears, as we suspected. He's got twice as many as anybody else. He's got six of them. He'll give you some flash And plays. that is the most. He'll yeah. give you some flash plays, Carm. Who has the most quarterback hits on the Bears? Most quarterback hits on the Bears is number 55. No, it's not. Most quarterback hits on the uh, the Bears is number... He hasn't really nine, sacked the quarterback much. 90. I, I was hoping for big things. 99, Travis Gibson. I was hoping oh, for Gibson, bigger things out of right. Travis. He's got six quarterback hits. Mohammed's 55, right? Jones. 55 is Mohammed. Mohammed is 55, yeah. yes. Yeah. 55 is Mohammed. 99. Is Gibson. Yeah. Travis Gibson has the most right now. But he only has two sacks. I would have I was expecting more out of Travis Gibson this year. I think I was expecting more out of the guy that had eighteen and a half sacks last year and now he's got uh, one he's got through one. seven games. Yeah, that's a problem. Couldn't get rid of that before you know, when the value was at its highest, they couldn't get rid of him. What a shame. Well, did they not get rid of him because they had already traded 
Khalil Mack? And, I mean, how do you do that to a coach? Well, I, well I listen, know. I mean, the way it looks, it's not going to be pretty right now. Like Courtney said last week, you still you hired a new staff, yes. And if they're ever going to have, like, a lot of rope, I mean, it's going to be now, right? When they're young and not as much as expected of you. But at the same time, you kind of have to field the team. And you brought in a defensive head coach and you're going to, you know, trade the two guys that combined for 25 sacks last year? I don't know. Maybe they should have. Maybe it would have been the pragmatic, smart thing to do. But I also wonder if they didn't because they went to their new head coach who they just hired and said, hey, listen, we're trading Mack. Don't worry. You'll still have Robert Quinn. And that ship has sailed on capitalizing his trade value. That, that's gone. Yeah. Uh, like a fart in the wind. I mean, you know. If you get a sixth or a seventh rounder for him, you'll be, and it's only, it, it will only be because of injury. Yeah. It will only be because of an absolute necessity that another team has. Even That's only it. getting a sixth at this point, you think? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It would need to have three defensive ends on playoff teams get hurt for him to have any sort of value moving forward. You know, and what's going to, I don't know what motivated him. What motivated him last year? Why did he get 18 and a half know. sacks last year? Is there some sort of injury or is he just doesn't have his heart's not into it this year? Could be an injury, like the first year he was here. Could be his heart's not in it because they're a bad team. Could be a combination of both. Could be the way the offseason went down. Maybe he was expecting to get traded. Never did. Remember, he didn't participate with them at all. Yeah, voluntary well, he, he, uh, voluntary right. or mandatory, he did he? He has not done himself any favors this year. No, it's pretty bad. It is one sack, one TFL, Yurko, through six yeah. games. Two yeah. quarterback hits. Yeah. One sack, one TFL, two quarterback hits. That's bad. Yeah. Maybe he goes out and he has a good game tonight. Because when's the trade deadline? We've got another Tuesday. November is, 1st. Is it, is oh, it it's November? next Tuesday. I thought it was Tuesday. Is it? Oh, I think it's November 1st. I looked I up the NFL trade deadline. I thought it was two, two weeks from tomorrow. Isn't that right? November 1st. Yeah, yeah, I know it's a Tuesday, so you guys may be right. I think it's two weeks from tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. November 1. They've moved it no, back. No, I'm sorry. Like that's one week from tomorrow. Yeah. Excuse me. It's a week from tomorrow. I believe so. Beg my, week beg, from tomorrow. Beg my pardon, Yurko. Beg your pardon. Uh, uh, I believe you're right. You're correct. Right. November 1st. Yeah. yeah. So that's November it. First. You've got this game and potentially one more. And that's it. And I don't know how you're going to be able to nobody's do anything getting that's going to get the stock up to nobody's, the point where you think yeah, you're getting anything nobody's, close to. Nobody's getting hurt. Well, I mean, listen, he's not going to be a part of your team as you move forward. No. Especially you can't pay him that kind of money. I think there is a, like, uh, uh, not a... Uh, like, a, not an exit clause, but it doesn't cost him as much in dead money if they can get out of it this year, I believe. So, hopefully, if they have to, they can get out of it because... Uh, He's not there. All right, a few other news He's and notes. not there. From around the NFL, we're going to cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvia. The guys are out and about at Paisans on uh, Ogden Avenue, the Paisans Pizza on Ogden and Berwyn. Today, they're going to be there from 2 to 6 uh, into Meller and Dion with the pregame show. Remember, Yurko and Peggy are back on late tonight. Primetime game. You guys are going to be on afterwards doing your postgame show. Probably 10-15 to 12-15. I love it. Look at you guys burning the midnight oil. That's what we do. Good work. But you can go see Waddle and Sylvie with Miller Lite for, uh, well, it's not a football Friday. It's a football Monday, and it's a Bears bonanza. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. All right, we got one game to go in week seven. It's Bears and Patriots tonight. Monday night football, last of the primetime games for the Bears for 2022. 
We have another London game coming up in week eight. Bears will go to Dallas as huge underdogs. I don't think too much of what happens tonight is going to matter either. That's Bears are probably going to be looking at a double-digit point spread, I would think, or, or something very close to it. Going to Big D. I mean, what a fourth quarter Dallas had. A lot of that you could put on the Lions being the Lions. By the way, we're wondering if the Bears are going to be a favorite in any more games. They're going to be a favorite against the Lions at home in a couple it, of weeks. It, it the Lions like are still it. the Lions at 1-5. Yeah. and five. They're awful. Yeah. Awful. I mean, they were and, still the high-scoring team coming into this week. They were the highest-scoring team in the league going into this week, even with the bad last game that they had before the break. Well, now they score only and six now, more. Yeah, yeah. The last two games have been miserable. And so. they're one of the worst defensive teams in the league, although Hutchinson popped a little bit again yesterday and found himself uh, with a couple of sacks. It's a little unfair because they were putting some very negative yardage situations toward the end of the game, yeah, so their numbers look inflated. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you got to have a competent defense going against their offense if you want to be able to stop them. If your defense isn't competent... They've got enough talent to go ahead and take advantage of you. Do you know what I'm saying? They could still take advantage of you. And if the Bears, their offensive line doesn't get situated and those guys don't develop with each other, that's a defensive line that's going to be able to pick you apart. Yeah. And put Justin Fields on the run again. Oh, yeah, Yurko. So I don't know. Maybe I'm up there, they're favorites that. up there, but maybe at home, maybe Chicago. They'll, they'll be favorites here. Okay. They will be. I, I can't imagine. There's, it's still a one in five football team. And then you talk about putting Justin Fields on the run going into next week's game. I mean, first things first, they got to worry about Belichick's defense oh, tonight. But yeah. what's coming for them next week could in be Dallas. red rum. I mean, oh, we're going to witness something, and it might be bad. You see the NFL? I'm, I might be leaving at halftime, not only go do my <laughs> show. Okay, not only go do my show, but I, I might, it, 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 it may be mercy for me at that point. Yurko will be doing his show post-game from Dallas with Peggy next Sunday night at the Grand Prairie location. That is at 2130 South Highway 161 in Grand Prairie, Texas, the greater Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area. It's a big sprawl down there. If yeah, well, it's spread out. We're doing the show. It's the Carmen and Yurko show live with Carm, me, and Peggy next Friday in Dallas. At the uh, location in Irving, which is at 1500 Marketplace Boulevard in Irving, just north of LBJ Expressway there, a little bit west of downtown Dallas as you are heading out towards Arlington and Fort Worth. Uh, So if you're going to the game, if you are a transplant living in Dallas and you're a Bears fan and you listen, come see us as we broadcast live starting at noon from the Twin Peaks uh, on Marketplace Boulevard in Irving next Friday live in Big D. Can't wait. Flying out there uh, Thursday night. Looking forward to getting down there. Uh, did you see the NFL is reviewing a video that appears to show two officials asking Mike Evans for an autograph? Do you think this has never happened before? After the game last night. Uh, by your response right there, <laughs> I'm going to guess it happens quite so often. So then official come in, uh, Green Bay was playing, and uh, he, wanted, he wanted Brett Favre's autograph for his grandson. So he came in and, and pulled out a couple of cards, and Brett signed them. He put mm-hmm. them back in his pocket, went to the NFL's official locker room, mm-hmm. put them back in his thing. Nobody thought anything about it. Until Brett mentioned something in the post-game interview. Oh, God. Daddy had signed an autograph from one of the referees. Yeah, I'm a, and then that guy got in a little bit of trouble. I would think so. Yeah. So it was... Uh, Brett was joking about having fun. We won the game because we were playing at home. And, you know, oh and he God. mentioned it. And then, oh, why'd you mention it? Now, what are you doing? Because back then, everything's got to be on the up and up. Uh, the NFL hasn't quite embraced gambling the way they have now. You know, they still kept it at a bit, bit of a distance. Now you got a team in Las Vegas. You got this, that. You're in bed with everybody. 
So that's the way it ends up working. Mm. But yeah, the guy went in. He's probably getting some for his grandson. You know, innocent. Everybody's friends with everybody before the game. You get into the game. You got to do what you got to do. Then everybody's friends with each other after the game. I don't think it's much of anything. It's happened before. They've, uh, you know, this was after Sunday's game. Is it better or worse to do it? I before? Think it's, it's probably better to do it after. I think it's better to do it after. I would it's agree. in the tunnel and they got cameras there. Right. So everything's been adjudicated and you hadn't had an issue. And at that point, even though they had lost, I'm sure Mike Evans was more than happy to go ahead and do it. But, but you still don't want to do it. Mm-mm. The guy that did it with Brett did it before the game. That's even worse, I yeah. Because then it could affect the way you call. Yeah, the but game. it depends also. Yeah, what position? I'm trying to remember where he wasn't. He wasn't the referee, right? Right. It was, and that's who really judge. can do it. The umpire can also have some influence. I forgot if he was a side judge. I think side judge is probably where he was at. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I laughed at it, and that's the first thing I thought of is when Brett did it. Big news today: the Colts have benched Matt Ryan for the rest of the year. Until, what if Sam Ellinger gets hurt? Then what? And then he's back in. Then it's back to Matt Ryan. Much like Jimmy Garoppolo. So There's going to be uh, Trey Lance until he got hurt yeah. in the first game of the season. From Luck to Brissett to Rivers to Wentz to Ryan, and you didn't even give him the season, to Sam Ellinger. How about that? That's the quarterback run. You know what? Listen, they went Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. Yeah, go 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 stick. Is this what is this what's going to beset in the Green Bay uh, Green Bay Packers? It's coming for Green is Bay. That what's coming for you? All you Packer fans, get ready. We don't have much as Bears fans. We don't. We don't have much to say to you. We don't have much to flaunt. We can't taunt you. We really can't do any of those things. All we can do is say your time is coming. You're going to learn real quick. Coming up here. Yeah, what is like? You're not doing it three yeah. straight. It doesn't happen. It, the odds are so. It's hard enough doing what they've pulled off for the last 30 years yeah. with two of the 10 greatest quarterbacks ever. It's coming. Just know that, Packer fans. It's and coming. As good as Ballard might be with O Lyman and other positions, he is terrible at the quarterback position. He's terrible at it. Six and five years. Yeah. It's pretty bad. I mean, when that's happening and you're getting NFL veterans to come in and they're still bad. You're not good at it. And now, I'm telling you, like you just hinted, Yurko, it's going to happen to the Packers. This is what's coming next. So just be ready for it. All right, final predictions. What do we think about tonight? And then we're going to cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up. We'll see what they've got cooking to get you home today. Remember, they're out and about with Miller Lite today. They are live at uh, the Paisans uh, Pizza in Berwyn, right there on Ogden Avenue. Oh. It is just a, it's between Austin and Harlem. So. In Paisans, yes, it's oh, uh, it's a little bit. It's like I'd say about uh, maybe a mile and a half or so sure. east of Harlem by, by, by Paisans. That's uh, where they're going to be. What do you think? Final prediction for tonight. I I think a fifteen six. Man, that's no, ugly. Really. We're going to yeah. watch a fifteen six football. It's going to be a crappy football. Jesus, game. that's what I believe. Fifteen six or twenty five six. What if I were to tell you 23-17 Patriots? Bears keep it within the number. 23-17. Interception return for a touchdown by the Chicago Bears then. Mm. Yeah. That's what I think happens. That's what you think happens? Because yeah. my, my score would then be 15-13 or 25-13. Mac Jones could throw a pick six. First I'm, sure, back, I'm sure he's maybe very capable. Still a little worried about his ankle. Something you know? he tipped at the line, goes right into somebody's hands. It's on the way back. I love it. Sounds like Kendrick Bourne's going to miss the game. I don't think that that's totally official yet, but it was sort of trending towards that, and everybody in New England was hinting that over the weekend. 
So we both still have relatively low-scoring yeah. games, you too. Mine's, me. like, right on the number. Yours is an easy You hate number. my fantasy league that I'm in. I'm Go up 89-88, and he's got Hunter Henry going tonight. Oh, jeez. I think you're going to lose, no? Concussion before the game. Uh, can we sprain an ankle? I mean, can the, uh, a cart can a cart back over his foot? And and I mean, I'm not asking for much, am I? I think you're in trouble. I think I'm in trouble. Too. You don't have anybody going. Nobody. I, think you're I am done. Cross talk coming up in two minutes. Uh, who's got the final word today? Oh, we don't have the final word. All right. Well, yeah, we'll get it yeah, tomorrow. Smooth. So. Why not? Well, yeah, listen, Meller's transitioning. I know. And I don't mean that yeah. in any sort of, you know. You want to clarify? Or, uh, that's, the, that's the final word. Yeah, that's I'm transitioning. The final word. What's going on? Brought to you by Beth Planet.